Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Brad Sorensen, the president and CEO of Providence Therapeutics, and Mr. Sorensen has said he will move his company out of Canada because of a lack of interest and support from the federal government. Providence Therapeutics COVID-19 mRNA vaccine which is named PTX COVID 19B. The interim trial data has been very favorable. Mr. Sorensen, thanks for taking the time. Good to talk to you on the show and talk to us. Let's go out of the gate. Gay, tell us about your, about your vaccine and what you're finding out about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, and thank you for having me. So, our, our vaccine, uh, as you mentioned, is an mRNA vaccine, uh, similar in class to Pfizer and Moderna. Uh, our phase one data that we we released publicly um, this week it shows that uh, that our vaccine has a a better tolerability profile than than our peers, uh, meaning that it has less adverse events um, when when the participants are dosed, and it also has a higher immuno- immunological response. So in in when we say it compares very favorably. Um, that's that's kind of a scientific euphemism for better than. Look at so, good. Yeah, so we we've got a we've got a world class vaccine. Yeah, excellent. Uh, are you on speakerphone, by the way? No, uh, I'm speaking to you over Zoom. Okay. Yeah. Um, once in a while, it sounds like a speakerphone when it isn't. Mr. Sorensen, what what has your challenge been? And what does it continue to be with the federal government of Canada, which has led you to announce that you want to relocate Providence Therapeutics out of this country? Right. So, you know, we, we've been we've been trying to pursue something with the federal government for uh, for over a year now. And um, and we've received some support. And I, I refer to it as we're, we're being managed. Um, you know, we're getting the nominal amount of support so that, you know, they can justifiably say that they're you know, that they're giving us support. But we're not we're not receiving any support that's actually, you know, is speeding the advancement of our program at all. And so, you know, I'm going to keep calling it out. I'm, I, I'm born in Canada. I love Canada. This isn't a, a situation that I, you know, I, I feel good about. And I don't think Canadians should feel good about. But uh, at, at the end of the day, the Canadian government has clearly indicated that messenger RNA vaccines are a priority for them. And we're the only messenger RNA vaccine producer in Canada. Uh, it seems like it should be pretty straightforward. Uh, why it's not is, uh, you know, up for the government to answer. Well, and you have a federal government spokesperson uh, for the National Research Council of Canada's Industrial Research Assistance Program saying that they may direct some of the $113 million funds toward Providence Therapeutics. And they've also said that $10 million in government-related funding was made available to you. $10 million isn't, is a drop in the bucket when it comes to vaccine development. Even I know that. And may make money available to you. Sounds like a political statement. You've asked for a loan of $150 million. You're not asking for a handout. You've asked for a loan of $150 million with a return for Canadians, which would be extremely positive. Tell us about that, please. Yeah, right. I mean, we we know what we're doing. I mean, the the data demonstrates that we know what we're doing. We know how to make vaccines. We made all of the vaccines that we've used in our clinical trials in Canada. So the the message that they can't be made in Canada is not true. Um, we've made them. We've put them in clinical trials. The results of those trials demonstrate that these vaccines are in fact world class. 
And what we're saying now is, look, if if Canada doesn't need our vaccines, that's fine. Canada still needs industry. Canada needs jobs. It needs tax revenues. It needs a recovery economically out of this this you know pandemic that we're in. And messenger RNA is is one of the hottest emerging markets in the world. And there's there's like less than a handful of companies, and we're one of them. And do they want us to grow in Canada, or do they want us to grow outside of Canada? It's you know I I hate to you know put it to that sharper point, but that's really what it is. Well, they bring it on themselves by the statements they make, like there's no company in Canada that can produce vaccines in the amount that we require. I'm not even sure I need to add that last sentence. They may not even have added that. But they bring this upon themselves, and here you are, a Canadian company that is very successful. You have a vaccine that is is very favorably shown phase one trial data, and it's an mRNA vaccine, which is, as you said, exactly what they want. But you're not hearing anything back positive from the prime minister. Are you hearing anything at all from Mr. Trudeau? No, uh, we've never re- heard anything from from Mr. Trudeau. Uh, we, you know, we've had meetings with with uh, Minister Champagne in his in his uh, office. Um, you know, and we've we've been before the the vaccine task force. Um, again, we're being managed uh, and. And I hate to put it that way. I mean, I've been through, I've been before three different parliamentary committees. You know, these are all party committees. I, I was before uh, industry, finance, and international trade um, as a, an invited expert witness. You know, we're not an unknown commodity, and we've delivered on everything we've ever said we're going to deliver on. And so at some point in time, it's up to them to deliver. Yeah, I don't think you need to be uh, reluctant to challenge them and, 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 and criticize them because they're not doing what's best for the people of Canada and, and, and best for, 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 for all of us. You have this vaccine that's being developed. You've received some funding for that, but it takes a lot more funding to get it where it needs to get to. And how quickly do you think, if, if you receive the $150 million loan, and given the, what the world is facing, that's a minute amount of money. If you were to receive that $150 million loan and f- complete federal government cooperation, how quickly do you think you could put vaccines into Canadian arms? Or let's put back it up a little bit. If when you made the first request, they'd said, we'll certainly uh, cooperate, provide you what you need because you're a credible organization, let's go. Would you be producing vaccines now? Yeah, so when we, it basically it's a six-month lead time. Uh, you know, all of the raw materials, all of the plant time, everything you need to produce these vaccines, you have to have everything queued up approximately six months in advance. When we were approaching the government back when I was pleading for them to do something about it, and I asked for the 150 million, I said, we have the ability to make 100, we have the ability to make 50 million doses in Canada this year. And, um, and they didn't do anything. We are at the point now where we could make 20 million doses in Canada this year, just simply because, you know, every month that they don't respond is is a month that we can't produce this year. Um, and the total production that we could start in Canada is equivalent to 200 million doses a year. That's what we can start. Um, it's just, when does it start? Now, we expect, now that we've, we've released our phase one data, um, it should come as no surprise to your listeners that, other countries around the world have taken notice and 
we we expect to announce within within the next week two weeks uh, at the outside um, that we've sold our our 2021 capacity um, and so that's that's going to be sold internationally and and we're taking a deposit on that and we're going to start production and, and so you know does Canada want to be part of 2022 production run you know we're going to keep asking we're going to keep making it available um, if they don't want to be a part of it, you know, we're going to keep doing what we're going to do, but ultimately we're going to have to ask ourselves the question is, do we want to keep doing this in Canada or do we want to do it somewhere else? Sounds to me like you've made up your mind to do it elsewhere. Uh, the, our mind's not made up, but we are taking a very serious look. I mean, I was, well, why wouldn't I was you? very I hate to say I've it, but why wouldn't you? Well, if you're not getting you any know, support, if the federal government it, it, isn't supporting you, isn't providing you with the with with the with with the the, the hand up to the benefit of all of us, I, I would react exactly as you are. Well, it, look, the reality is, is you know, I, I was born in Calgary. I, I, I've lived in Canada my whole life, except for you know about a year when I was off doing some school. I, I love Canada. You know. The idea of, of me having to move and and displace work and 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 I, I love my job. I love making vaccines. I mean, we started the company to make vaccines for cancer patients, and I started the company because my son was diagnosed with stage four brain cancer. I'm 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 fortunate. Our family, you know, my son's still with us seven years later, That's but his wonderful. prognosis at the time was less than a year. That's wonderful. Um, he he received fantastic care. Uh, it, you know, from Alberta Health Services and, and the Children's Hospital in Calgary. Right. You know, it didn't bankrupt me. It didn't cost me a dime. And I appreciate that as a Canadian. And when we started doing what we're doing, I felt like I was giving back to Canada. I felt like this is an opportunity for me to say thank you. Um, it's, it's so incredibly frustrating. I don't want to leave Canada. But if I'm forced to, I will. So maybe wait for the election. Uh, no, I, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into politics. No, I'm not playing. Look, that, I'm not playing that game this, with you either. This is, you know, and, I, and quite frankly, I mean, I, I, we, we've been talking about the federal government, but for crying out loud, I live in Calgary, Alberta. You know, don't tell me Alberta couldn't, couldn't benefit from this economic diversification. And I haven't heard anything from the provincial government in Alberta either. The only government in Canada that's actually stepped up and done anything has been Manitoba. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that about uh, Alberta. I just had the premier on the air on oh, on line oh. five on the on the on the pipeline. I would have asked him about that, uh, Mr. Sorensen. In in the ninety seconds or two minutes that we have left, did you say that if uh, you felt that if you were situated in Quebec, things might be different? Sorry, I, I didn't catch the question. If your company were located in Quebec, did you say you think things might have been different? Uh, look again, the truth of the matter is, is would we have received funding by now? I think yes. I I hate to say it. I think we would have. Um, I'm not trying to draw you out. I I just think there are things that need to be said. The reality is, look, it's the, the prime minister is from Quebec. You know, people, it's, it's natural. It's natural for people to root for their, you know, their hometown or their home province or whatever. Uh, you know, I'm a Flames fan, even though they suck this year. You know, I'm cheering for the Jets in the playoffs. 
it's it's natural for people to want to you know want to root for the home for the home team um and so it's natural if we would have been in quebec would we have garnered more attention earlier yeah we would have and does the quebec government provincially do a good job of advocating for quebec companies federally yeah they do they do a way better job than what's happening in alberta and other provinces um you know but it is it is what it is i, I mean it's you know i live here with my family we we love where we live and yeah. you know there shouldn't be a reason we shouldn't be able to do it where we are i agree uh congratulations on what you've done what you've accomplished already at Providence Therapeutics. Congratulations on the early success with the, the mRNA vaccine. And let's hope the federal government of Canada understands and supports uh, what you're doing because that, in fact, will support the rest of us in this country and we could use that support right now. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.